Hey guys, welcome back. This is Figuring the Fuck Out, and I'm your host, Saul Roots. As you can see, you can see me now. We have audio, we have video. It's given rich, bougie. I'm actually at my school. Um, I go to the University at Buffalo, and at school we have these like recording studios to where like it's a crazy setup with this crazy equipment. So I decided to use it to my advantage because what the fuck do I pay to go here for if I can't use all the stuff? But if you see me look over here to this way, it's because people are walking by and they can kind of see me recording. And I have like the worst fucking anxiety, so bear with me, please, honestly. But yes, today's episode is Let's Talk About It. It's actually episode one. The first episode I ever recorded wasn't really like an episode. It's more like a pilot. It was just like a way for me to interact with you guys and let you know what my content will be about. So in this episode of Let's Talk About It, we'll be talking about current events, my favorite celebrities, um, shows like Euphoria, and probably like a little bit more that I probably tangent off to because I'm more of like a person who likes to go on out rants a little bit and then have to focus back on what I'm talking about. But the current event that I really wanted to talk about um, on this podcast was the Kim and Kanye drama, only because I find that like literally fucking hysterical. And I honestly feel bad for Kim and Kanye, low-key, more Kim because I'm a Kim stan, but like, it's still funny as fuck. So basically, if you don't know about it, I'm going to give you like a little backstory. So North has a TikTok, but it's like Kim and North's TikTok. That's literally the name on TikTok. It says Kim and North. It's verified as like a couple million followers. The comments are off. Like no one can comment on it, nothing. She just posts on it. I think it's her way to feel like a normal kid in society because I feel like everyone is on TikTok and every kid is on TikTok. So I don't really see the issue here. But Kanye found out that North was on TikTok. And I think he's already mad because like Kim is dating Pete Davidson. So he found out that North was on TikTok. He made a whole big Instagram post about it and like went off like Kim has my daughter on TikTok and I didn't know about it. Like just making her out to seem like she's some devil for letting her daughter go on TikTok. It, it's weird. So then um, Kim like kind of slapped back at him and was like, Kanye is just embarrassing me in the public. And I'm not that kind of person. Like basically she said that she handles her stuff offline. I'm gonna like post um, this stuff in this video so you guys can see exactly what I'm talking about if you guys haven't saw it before, which I'm pretty sure like everyone has saw it, but I'm still gonna post it. So she was basically saying like she handles her stuff offline cause it's, you know, she's more professional and she is like a social media, you know, she's just really good at social media. I don't even know the word, but yeah. So then, um, Kim and Kanye keep arguing. Well, more Kanye just arguing with himself and he just keeps posting things and just going crazy. There was like a war with like him versus Skeet when like Skeet doesn't even know really probably what's going on. And um, Skeet is Pete Davidson for those who don't know. And he um, made an Instagram, Pete Davidson did after not having Instagram for like four years or something like that. And when he made his Instagram, um, everyone was like commenting under like Skeet, 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 Skeet. And like, Kanye, I think, threatened to get him like hurt by like some people and all this kind of stuff. So Kim texted Kanye and was like, oh my God, like, can you please not try to get Pete hurt? Like, this is really scary for Pete. Like, and me, I don't want to get hurt by anyone, blah, blah, blah. So Kanye posted like, please don't hurt my wife or her boyfriend Ski or whatever he said. It was really funny. Honestly, Kanye's like, sorry, I don't know why I'm stumbling over my words. I do that sometimes. But honestly, Kanye is like a very smart person so I feel like he always has a motive behind what he's doing like people feel like he's you know going crazy which I think he is going a little bit crazy but I will not discredit him he's a genius so I think he always has a motive behind what he's doing but like leading up to these events Donda 2 came out so like 
it kind of drew a lot of like attention towards him in the media. And then like he came out with Donda 2, which is on the streaming platform, which you have to buy and it comes as like this little cube, which is really cool actually, I saw it on TikTok. And it's like $200 though, but it's a way for him to get all the proceeds to his album and I stand that. So if you can afford it, then just buy it. And I heard that it's doing really well. So good job Kanye, which I'm a Kim stan, so I'm really not on your side, but good job. So the next segment that I will be talking about in today's episode will be my favorite celebrity. So my favorite celebrity, like I have a couple, but I don't know if she's a celebrity or more of like an influencer, but I would count her as a celebrity at this point. It's Emma Chamberlain. I feel like she's just like an it girl in a way. I don't know how to explain that, but like I feel like she sets a lot of trends with our generation. I feel like whatever she does, everyone else will do, if you know what I mean. Like she can, whatever she wears, like everyone else is gonna wear, even if it's a couple months later. If Emma says it's in, it's in. If she says it's out, no one's gonna wear it. I feel like she has such of her own identity and own personal style that everyone can admire and like, you know, work off of or kind of make her your lookbook or whatever. But yeah, and I feel like she's also just such like a genuine person. And she also has her own podcast called Anything Goes. It's just so therapeutic and authentic and she just takes it, you know, however she wants it to go. I feel like no one can really tell her how to run her brand. She's just so much of her own person that like everyone just wants to work with her because of that reason, you know what I mean? Like no one could tell her like, oh, Emma, do this, do that. Like she just does what she does. And then everyone's like, oh my God, I wanna work with Emma because you know, she's so authentic and I love that about her. So that's why she's one of my stands. Another one is Kim Kardashian. We just talked about her. I love Kim like no tomorrow. She's just such an iconic person. Like, I'm gonna give you an example. So at the Met Gala, she was dressed head to toe in all black, like you could not see her. She was styled by Balenciaga. She had like a long ponytail going all the way down to her feet. Um, she had like a cape with her outfit, but you couldn't see her. But everyone knew that it was Kim because she has an iconic shape. And come on, it's fucking Kim K. Like everyone knows who she is and everyone can like, like I said, everyone could scout her out by wearing head to toe all black and you can't even see her, but you know it's her. That's how iconic she is. Also, she passed her baby bar exam, which like in California, you have to pass a baby bar exam to be able to take the exam to become a lawyer, which I don't know what that is called, but she passed it after her third try, I'm pretty sure. And for a person that like didn't spend like four years in undergrad and then like you know years in law school i feel like that's such an accomplishment to pass the baby bar exam which like people fail multiple times she's not the only person who has failed it multiple times honestly so kudos to her on that one because i don't think i would be able to pass it and i don't think i would study all that hard to pass it but she is like so good for social justice reform and getting people out of jail like she got that woman out of jail i forgot her name but i think her name's like cynthia or something who was in jail for I think killing her rapist or her abusive boyfriend, something along those lines. I don't wanna say the wrong thing cause that's like fucked up. But yeah, she's been getting a lot of people out of jail. She helps a lot of people. She's meeting with the president. Like she met with Donald Trump. She meets with all these people and she works like alongside of the, some of the best people and she really helps like with social justice reform. So that's another reason why I stand her honestly. And she's just so iconic when it comes to social media and doing what she has to do. So other than that, uh, my other favorite, I guess, influencers and social media people would be um, Alex Kansai, who is a transgender um, model for IMG, and she also has like a TikTok persona. She is like, when I tell you she's like the funniest fucking bitch in the world, 
you have to check out her TikTok. I think she has, it's called Captain Crook or something like that and Miss Mamas or something. And she is so funny. Like everything she does is hysterical. I'm gonna try to insert one of her um, TikToks into here. And if I don't, don't haunt me on it, but you can just go check out her TikTok. That'd be easier too. And also, my next person would have to be Quinn Blackwell, who is, um, she was a Viner first, and she just kind of has um, clout on all of her social medias. But she's big on TikTok, and she's just big on everything that you can make videos on, basically. And she's just like kind of like a comedian, I would say, and just like a relatable contact kind of person. She's so funny, bro. Like, she has that iconic video of her eating a pickle in the car. It was like a hot pickle and she's like screaming and stuff like that, but she was really big on Vine. So if you were on Vine all the time, you know Quinn. Um, I think that was it on my favorite. Wait, wait, hold the fuck up, wait. I literally almost forgot Nicki Minaj. I don't even have to go into too much detail on why Nicki Minaj is my favorite um, celebrity period, but Nicki Minaj is my favorite celebrity, my favorite artist, my favorite everything, I love her. I feel like when I look at Nicki Minaj, I look at her as such like a mother figure for some reason. Like, I don't know if you guys understand that, but she has such like a motherly feel to her, which is like why I love her, I feel like. And she is just so good at everything that she does. So I stand her forever and ever. And if you're gay like me, or you're part of the LGBTQ community, and even if you're not, you're forever gonna stand Nicki Minaj because she is just that bitch. And if you like Cardi B and the rest of them, I'm sorry, honestly, I'm sorry. But yes, the next segment in this show, we're gonna be talking about Euphoria. So if you have not watched Euphoria yet, I suggest that you scroll out because I'm about to you know, spill some beans a little bit. We're specifically gonna be really talking about the last episode. So this last episode, we finally got what the fuck we wanted. So Cassie, here's some backstory. Cassie got with Maddie's boyfriend, whose name is Nate, and she was fucking him for a couple months and just doing all this kind of stuff, which Maddie and Cassie are best friends, and they've been best friends for like years now. So Cassie got with Maddie's boyfriend because Cassie just simply wants to be Maddie. And so Lexi, Cassie's sister, put on a play, and she kind of reacted, like reenacted her whole life, and she um, literally had every single thing that like happened in the show in her play. So like when Nate and Maddie and all the whole audience, her mom, um, Rue, and everybody watched it back, they saw you know certain key points that happened in their lives that they were a part of. And in this episode, um, Lexi kind of like embarrassed Nate a little bit because like everyone speculates that like Nate's gay because bitch he probably is. And um, she made this like whole big thing with like the uh, think football players being gay and like they were like acting like they were like humping each other and like sucking each other off and like they were like li lifting weights at the same time to show like they were kind of being masculine but like hiding it with like, f like you know being feminine or whatever. So that was really funny and like Nate like stormed out and like broke up with Cassie because like Cassie's like Lexi's sister and he's like, you probably fucking knew about this and all this kind of shit. And then like the biggest thing happened at the end of these episodes, which like this is the last episode with like, um, uh, you see Cassie coming back in after she's like breathing on the screen like, <gasps> you see her come back in and then she like goes up onto the stage and she like is freaking out and like is going crazy on Lexi and Lexi's crying and doing whatever and then Maddie gets up and is like, this bitch needs to be stopped. So like Maddie gets up, she like runs after Cassie and she, um, 
she like smacks the shit out of her, and then you see them like running down the hallway, like Maddie like smashes her head into the wall, and then um, the episode kind of just like goes on from there. So like that was like a really like funny key point. I feel like that we all love so much because we were all waiting for Maddie to beat this bitch's ass, and she did exactly that. And then also like a part of the episode I fucking hate it was when. Um, Elliot was singing to Rue because they she went over to his house to like reconcile their friendship and when Elliot was singing to Rue like bro if you don't fucking shut up like the song was cute and all like it gave but like it didn't give the 10 minutes that they wasted of the episode on that you know how much you could have fit in 10 minutes of euphoria like you could have made some shit juicier than not having like Elliot debut his fucking like new hit song or whatever that he thought that was it was just ridiculous but yeah, I'm trying to think of like other things that I thought was really interesting about Euphoria. Um, I feel like another crazy thing that we were all like really scared of was um, in earlier episodes when Rue was over at, um, I forgot the woman's name, but like the one that she gets the drugs from, when Rue was over at her house and like Rue was in withdrawals and she shot her up with morphine a couple times. Like I feel like there was mad conspiracy theories with that with like, um, they th- people thought that like Rue was over her house for a couple of days as to why she was like cleaned up and in the bed. And... Um, like when Rue woke up, she saw that the there was a lock on one of these doors and you can hear this girl screaming in the, not screaming, but like talking in the background and like you hear her like kind of knocking on the door, which like it was kind of a signal for like sex trafficking. And earlier in the episodes, um, the lady that Rue gets drugs from, she said, I feel like you're gonna be in my life for a really long time. So people probably thought that like, from her saying that, that that meant that she was gonna sex traffic Rue for like the money that Rue owes her back. And then when Rue came out into the living room, there was a guy with like a gun sleeping, um, the lady was sleeping, and then like Rue kind of like clearly got the hints and she jumped out of the window and like escaped. And like we really didn't get any more context about that. And then we just kind of went to the next episodes and they didn't really give us any more. It's kind of just like Rue's like getting clean now and she's just doing what she has to do. So that was all with Euphoria, my favorite celebrities, and um, the you know, social media drama that's going on right now. But I do want to shed some light on a very um, scarce topic that's going on right now in the world, which is Ukraine versus Russia. I don't mean to say it as if it's like a fight, but it is like a fight, it's a war. And Ukraine um, is being attacked by Russia because Russia just kind of wants to overthrow Ukraine and wants to take it as, um, you know, as a part of them, which I think is really fucked up. I think that every country and every place should have the right to um, declare if they want to be, you know, by themselves or with another place. I don't think that any man or woman or anybody should be able to tell a whole country that they're going to be, you know, under them and everybody has to listen to them now and they're going to be under Putin's dictatorship and all this kind of stuff. I just don't think that how it should roll. Yes, please donate to Ukraine. Please take this situation seriously. Please Share it to your Instagram stories, share it to your Snapchat stories. Please get other people to donate if you don't have any money. Please do what you can to spread some light to the Ukraine situation and please help all that you can. And if you're Ukrainian and you're watching this, I hope that your family is okay. I hope that your people's okay and I hope that your nation doesn't have to suffer anymore. I'm very sorry for what's going on. And that is the end to today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you to all my subscribers, my listeners, my watchers, all you guys. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. This is going to be a new journey for me. I'm really excited. I'm very new to this. I'm new to sitting in front of a camera. I had bad anxiety. So this was my first time. So give me some feedback. Tell me how you liked it. Tell me, you know, 
some things I should talk about next time. Anything that you guys want to hear, let me know so I can talk about it. I hope that this was enjoyable for you. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye.